Leadership and volunteer team meetings for your church are very important. Yet, have you ever sat through a meeting and said to yourself, Oh, what a waste of time. I could be doing something else. Poorly run meetings are just dreadful, but they don't have to be. Today, we're going to talk about 10 tips to leading a healthy, productive meeting on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello, folks. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve, we are in monsoon, as I said last week, and we're just getting lots of rain, which we don't normally get here in Tucson. No, we we are, yes. And we got more forecasted. Unusual. Very unusual, but very well well needed here. So life is good here in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about 10 tips to leading a healthy, productive meeting. And uh, believe you me, and I'm sure you've been in some of these, I've been in meetings that have just been just awful, just a waste of time, just miserable, just why am I here kind of a deal. Have you ever experienced that? (laughs) Was that one of our last staff meetings? Maybe? (laughs) It might have been. (laughs) I was wondering why you, uh, why we kind of drove over to this topic. You may have just, oh my gosh, I'm not going to do one of these again. Uh, no, I, I, well, I think what we've done has been pretty good uh, for the most part. Yeah, so, I mean, so. Some of the stuff, I mean, you and Brittany are talking about things that, I mean, some of it applies, you know, but some of yeah. it doesn't to the rest of us. But, uh, you know, it's okay. I've just, I've been in meetings, but I mean, you've been in church meetings. You were on a live church's board uh, for years. Are you still on their board? You're not on No, I'm not. Not on the board anymore. I've been in a lot of meetings and I guess probably when I think meetings, I think my corporate career, Yeah, lots of meetings and I've seen, and I'll talk about some of these things to add to what you have, but yeah, I've seen some guys that are just, I've been super impressed and, and I've been to some terrible ones too. Yeah. Well, and uh, uh, look, we, we, uh, most of us don't like meetings, but, but the bottom line is when you're working in your church, especially you're working with volunteers and, and staff as well, you've got to have some type of meeting occasionally to make sure everybody's on the same page. You just, you got to do it. And so uh, it doesn't have to be a, a pitiful experience. So we're going to share 10 tips on how to make the, the meetings productive and, and a good experience for everybody. All right. So let's well, just jump let's into Let's dive in. All yes, right. let's dive in. I'll put my glasses on. So uh, the first thing I'm going to say is set time limits on your meetings. Uh, I really think this is important. I think it communicates to everybody. Look, I'm not going to be locked up here. I mean, even if it's online with the pandemic, you know, lots of meetings are happening online. But, but the bottom line is, uh, you know, people need to know, hey, I'm going to be starting on this time. I'm going to end on this time. Time is valuable. And so it's very important to really uh, stick to your what you what you say your your meeting is going to yeah. last your, your time. Yeah. And this is I mean, you get some of this for free, depending on how you're organizing your meetings, meaning 
if you're, uh, you know, for me, I use, we use uh, Google Calendar. And so you set up a, a meeting and you invite people and it requires a start and stop time. So yeah. before the, you know, so that, that way, especially in the corporate world, I mean, there's, especially the further you got through the management chain, when you get to be a really a senior manager, all you're doing is going to meetings. So um, you got to have, and you got to, they got to be structured. So I'm going to be from here from nine to 10 with a 10 minute travel to the next meeting at 1030. And yeah. So setting your time limits is important. That way people know when they get invited to the meeting, how long they're in for on whether they accept or decline. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, also this is going to force whoever's planning this meeting and running it to condense the, the agenda so that it actually you know, fits the time slot and the topics really matter. So, right. Uh, Which yeah. leads right into our second point, right? It does. Distribute a meeting agenda. And that's typically done with the meeting invite. Typically does. And, it, but distribute. Sometimes I, done. What's that? Sometimes done. I think if it's done well, it's done with the, <laughs> with the, the meeting invite, but yeah. Yeah. It's not always, you know, I mean, I've worked with a lot of churches over the years and uh, it's, yeah, they, they don't always get this, but I, I, I put down distributing a meeting agenda and it really should be distributed in advance to everybody coming to the meeting. Uh, and that's real important. So that means you've got to have your agenda set up in advance. You've got to put some thought into it and then you need to, to get it to the right people because there's nothing worse than, than showing up in a meeting and you don't know what the agenda is you know, if you're, if you're somebody coming in and, and then, you know, you've got thoughts and considerations. So if you can get that out to everybody in advance, plus you can also open it up, say, Hey, any feedback on this agenda before we meet. And that way, if you have to hone it a little more or trim it down or, or polish it up, you can do that. Or, or it gives those invited to the meeting, the opportunity to say, Hey, he forgot, you know, the topic that, Right. That's dear and dear to me. And uh, I want to reply and say, hey, yeah, let's add this to the agenda. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So distribute your uh, meeting agenda. So set your time limits, stick to them, distribute a meeting agenda. And shall we move on to point number three? Yes. Start on time. You won't believe. I mean, uh, you really got to start the meeting on time. And, and I know there's like, oh, well, so-and-so's not here or whatever. Well, look, the problem is, when, and I saw this, I, I believe it or not, I used to be a part of a church that there's their worship service started at 10. This is a little bit off topic, but not totally. The, the service, the Sunday morning service was scheduled to start at 10. But people would kind of meander in at 10, 10 minutes after, whatever, 15 after. So the pastor in his wisdom decided, well, we're not going to start until everybody gets here, or at least till most people get here, you know. And, and so we would start the service later and later and later because people would realize, oh, they're not starting till 10, 15 now. Well, I'll just get there even later. And so then the service would start at 10. I think finally it was like 10, 25. And I finally told the guy, I was in leadership, but I wasn't the senior guy. I said, look, I said, this is ridiculous. You know, start the meeting at 10 o'clock when it's supposed to. This is a church service with 150 people, a small church, but still, you know. So the same applies to your team leaders meetings, your board yes. meetings. Start yeah. it on time, because if you start late, guess what? There's several people that go, oh, it's going to start late. So I'll take my good old time getting there anyhow. 
Yes, my uh, I had the same th- experience. We had a, a smaller church in when I was living in California, and the pastor's like, "Oh, there's nobody here yet." And big debate between the pastor and his wife, and his wife says, "No, we're starting on time," and it was a, the right decision. He says, "I don't care if not everybody's here yet. We're starting." Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, look, it, if it's such a major problem, then maybe you know, maybe set a different time. But whatever you do, stick to it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous to, to just wait till everybody's there. It's it's and also it's a disservice to the people that show up on time. You know what I mean? I, I hate it when people are late. Look, I understand it happens. We all are late occasionally. But if you're late all the time to something, uh, let me get off my soapbox here in a moment. But, you know, if that's just disrespectful. It's like, eh, I don't care about you. You know, yeah. We had a, a thing going where uh, when I was in the corporate world, uh, people would figure out, you know, what average salaries were and that sort of thing. And then figured out how much, you know, if you're waiting on three people to show up at a meeting and they're 10 minutes late. They, they figured out the burn rate it says, Oh, we just blew through $1,275. You know, it says, let's, let's not do that again. So that's a good point. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. All right. So, so now we got that. Now I got out off my chest. Let's move on. Shall we? Sure. And let me, um, we talk about setting time limits, distributing a meeting agenda and starting on time. I'm going to digress here with a practice that um, has taken place in the, the software world, software development world. Um, and I talked to you before we went on the air here. Um, and that's, that has to do, there's a, there's different types of um, activities in the software development world. But one of the ones that, that got really popular over the years is a thing called Scrum. Scrum. And Scrum. How do you it, spell it? S-C-R-U-M? <laughs> Yeah, I like the like the rugby rugby scrum. Not to be and confused with scum. You're talking yes, about yes, okay. not to be confused with scum. But um, it's got a bunch of different tenets to it. But one of them is that you would have a daily meeting with the development team. And some of the rules are is no one can sit down. So you you've yeah. got to stand up for the meeting. It's a, called a stand-up meeting. Yeah, and so, and it was 15 minutes long. And it was just, it was intended to bring the team together on what's going on and it was quick. And so the fact that you couldn't sit down, that means you weren't going to stay there long. And it forced the, um, the topic and the discussion to be very crisp because people didn't want to sit, you know, hang around and just chit chat or whatever. So just a, a good practice. I mean, I'm not saying we need, you would need to do, uh, scrum type meetings, but it's a good discipline for um, conducting a very efficient mini meeting. So they were they were frequent, but they were um, short. Um, and if you didn't show up on time, you showed up two minutes late to your fifteen minute meeting. You were you were in deep trouble. So mm, interesting. I, I read somewhere too, I think a while back, that uh, having meetings when you with people standing up was was better because when people sit down, there tends to be some dominant people that, that get territorial. And because they sit down it, and it, I don't, doesn't make I didn't read the psychology behind it, but, but if you had meetings standing or meetings walking or meeting somewhere else instead of the facility, that it was better to do that because if you're sitting down, 
those that are dominant people would kind of be territorial. I don't know. Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't heard that, but that's, that's kind of related to one of the points we're going to talk about later, right. but yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 But all right. uh, interesting. All right. Moving on here. So number four, number four, limit the meeting size. Now we're talking here. Remember, we're talking about, you know, your ministry, your church leadership team, your, uh, maybe your board, whatever it is, maybe your volunteers, uh, maybe your staff, but, but limit the meeting size. Smaller meetings are much better if you can do those, because they really they tend to encourage people to participate more and, and, and really get more involved in the meeting. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Plus, uh, yeah, if you're going to have a you have a crisp agenda, it's going to relate to a certain set of people. Right. And, you know, that's going to limit the meeting size. Just, you know, all of this is kind of geared towards running a much more efficient meeting. And I by no means am a pro at, at this. Yeah. But I have met pros. So as we yeah. as we get into some of these other points, I'll kind of uh, uh, highlight some of the things that the guys that uh, that have hosted uh, meetings that I've been really impressed with, what, what, what some of the things they do, and some of them we're going to highlight here. So yeah, yeah. So consider meeting, you know, when you limit the meeting size, obviously it's going to benefit the people that that don't really have to be there. And, you know, not everybody has to be at a meeting and it's only the important people, not the important people, but the people that I guess are relevant to that task or relevant to, to whatever it is you're talking about to, to the agenda. But anyway, all right, I'm rambling on here, speaking of meetings. Uh, number five in our point about how to have more productive meetings for your church, uh, bring uh, I got a typo here. Bring everyone into the conversation. So when I say bring everyone into the conversation, I'm talking about the people that are at the meeting that are supposed to be at the meeting. And, you know, there's always going to be probably one or two people that tend to talk a lot, tend to dominate the meeting. And uh, it's just the way they are. It's just human nature. So it's always good to kind of make it a habit to make sure you include other people that are there and get their opinion, get their feedback. Yeah. There's been, um, I worked with some large engineering teams and they would have a, a weekly staff meeting and the meeting was kind of consisted of a, a communication out to the other leaders. And then they would, they were very diligent about going around the room with every single person to say, you know, what do you have to add? What do you have to add? And, you know, half the time, more than half the people say, you know, pass, I don't have anything, but it's a good way to bring everybody into the conversation and get everyone's um, concerns addressed is do a little go around the room thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important because you, you, you always get to have people that, you know, for whatever reason, they're either shy or I don't know, they just, you know, don't want to give a lot of input, but if you can prod them to do that, uh, makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah, that is true. I know that uh, one of my um, performance review um, tips from one of the bosses I worked for, they, they very astutely um, recognized that for me, if, if I'm in a smaller meeting, I'm very open, very, you know, talkative, but when I, when the meeting size gets much bigger, mm-hmm. I tend to retreat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this gives you know, everyone a, the opportunity to, uh, to participate. An introvert. You're an introvert and that's probably. Yeah, I'm an introvert. Yeah. So I didn't want to, you know, if there's 50 people there, 
I typically will have very little to say. Yeah, it's no. a large meeting too. If you're yeah, that is a big meeting. Or 25 people there. Yeah. 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 And, and then, yeah, I'm still not real comfortable. You get six <laughs> people there, I'm all over it. Yeah. Well, I think that, and again, that goes with some of the points we just talked about. But again, you know, you've got to have meetings to some degree. And especially if you're working with volunteers and everybody, I mean, even staff, you know, it's all about relationship. And so meetings should be driven by relationships too. You know, I mean, really the, the, the respecting each other, letting people talk, hearing what somebody has to say. Uh, we'll get into some of that here in a little bit, but uh, all, right. all right. So move on here. Number six. Is that where we are? We're at number six. We're moving Assigning right clear action items and takeaways. Yeah. Um, you know, there's nothing worse. And I've been in meetings in the past. And I'm sure you have too, where, okay, we discussed a lot of good things, walked away and uh, nothing happens. Right. <laughs> or, or very little happens because uh, nobody really took the ball and ran with it you know, uh, or the right people didn't get the, they didn't get the pass or something, you know? And so, uh, it, you know, it's, it might be a, a nice meeting, but it's going to be pointless if nothing is accomplished, <laughs> you know? And so uh, you need to really make sure that you've got really specific and what's the word actionable. Is that a word? Uh, follow-up task uh, to, to the decisions that, that are made that at the meeting. That and, are, and yes, that are assigned appropriately. Responsibilities. Well. So we know Larry's going to do this. Yeah. And Mary's going to do this. Accountability, yes. too. I, I think there needs right. to be accountability. So, I mean, if, if there's an action task, you know, uh, okay, uh, Larry's going to do this. Uh, you know, when are we going to see results, Larry? I mean, you got to check in in a week or two or, you know, but if, if you assigned it to somebody, which is good, you're assigning the meeting, you're assigning a task, I should say. Uh, but if nobody ever follows up on it or if there's ever not any responsibility to get it done, <laughs> you know, yes. uh, so all those things, I mean, this is where a good manager and, and I understand that, you know, this is off subject a little bit. It's not really off subject. This is a bonus one. Uh, you know, your senior pastor might be leading some meetings and we're talking, you know, staff meetings, whatever, but there really needs to be somebody like an executive pastor or somebody that's really good with details to really make sure all this stuff is getting done. You know, uh, the pastor, he or she may have some really good ideas and some really good uh, direction, but uh, somebody that's more of an executive that has those gifts and talents needs to kind of take the notes and follow up and make sure that Larry's doing what he what he was assigned and Susie's going to, you know, take care of this thing uh, because otherwise it just goes out there and bounces around. And yeah, <laughs> we had a great meeting and we feel great about it, but nothing's getting done. Yeah, exactly. All right. Number seven, number seven, number seven, number seven, send follow-up information and details kind of goes along with the last point. Uh, yeah. But I think it's good to send it out. Go ahead. Yes. So this, there was um, in my former corporate life um, being part of a, a group and went to there's uh, anyway, there's, there's somebody that really excelled at this last point. They would, they called a meeting, they had an agenda, they took copious notes during the meeting, which I was very, you know, I was like, hmm, well, what's this guy doing? He's writing all this stuff down. Yeah. And then after the meeting within minutes, of the meeting breaking up, there was emails with 
this is what we discussed. These are the action items. This is what's going on. I was just like super impressed with how this guy, and he's just a super productive guy. How, uh, and he did these two things really well was the assigning clear action item takeaways and he documented them. And then he sent the follow-up information and his thing was, you know, that kind of freaked me out. It was just, you know, before I get back to my office, I've got this stuff in my inbox that was like, how did he do that so fast? So yeah, sending the follow-up information, deal of details and things just happened. I mean, we were working a project and it just stuff got done. And um, it was all, I think, a, a largely due to how well he ran and conducted meetings and sent the follow-up information. Yeah, so that's good. I was very impressed. Yeah. So in our leadership team meetings, uh, uh, another word you might say board meetings that I used to be involved in, we, yeah, we would have a, a chairperson leading the meeting and it could be the senior pastor. It could be the executive pastor, depending on your deal. It could be somebody from the board, the president of the board, but we always had somebody that was like the secretary or somebody that would take notes and take what we call minutes. And so we always incorporated action items inside those minutes. And so, um, and like you were just saying, we had some people that would take minutes that were really good at getting the minutes out. They usually didn't get about within the within 20 minutes, but they either got them out that night or the next day. Then we would have some people that would take minutes and we wouldn't get it for another week or two or, or longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That wasn't real yeah. helpful. Yeah. yeah. I was really, I was actually that secretary for many years on our, my board. And I was actually inspired by this guy that, you know, during my corporate life um, prior to doing this full time, yeah. Um, I was inspired by him. And so I took up his habits. Yeah. So yes, I was, uh, I would, before I would, uh, you know, drive home from the church, I would yeah. send the, send the notes from the meeting out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you, you think you were a secretary when I was on staff there? I think, I think some of the meetings, I think we had. So maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't, remember. I don't know. We ran pretty good meetings when I was on staff in the nineties at your church, but yeah. uh, but I remember you were there at one or two of them, but I don't, maybe you weren't there at the time. I don't think I was a secretary then. I anyway. remember somebody got, somebody got on Jeff's case because we were in debt and he made the comment. I thought it was you. And he made the comment that, well, we were never in debt until we hired Phil. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> well, I have to tell you. <laughs> but anyhow, that was, a, should, uh, that was 25 years ago. I need to probably talk to him about that. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> unresolved issues, resent, huh? resentment there. All right. So back on track here. So uh, uh, send follow-up information and details. That's what we just talked about. Uh, point number eight, as we move along here uh, in this podcast, ask about concerns, ask about concerns. So, so I, I, I put this in because I think sometimes it's easy to go through this agenda if you're a really detailed person, but you want to also give people a voice and an opportunity to share. And, and maybe some of this might apply in private, but if, if you've got, if it, if, it, if, it, if it fits the context, maybe a project you're talking about at your church or something you're doing, uh, let people give their thoughts and their concerns. Maybe if they're dealing with problems, it could be anything going on, but at least give them that opportunity if, if, if it fits. Right. And this, I, this has got kind of your signature on it because it's probably an area that you excel in is, is making sure that everyone is heard and that there's uh, 
some that they have the ability to be very honest and sometimes blunt if they need to, right? Blunt, so. yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know why people think I'm so blunt, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you know. I mean, there's all there's a time and a place for some of that, you know, and and that's where you got to use a little wisdom. But I think people need to at least know that they've got the license or the opportunity to share what they think about something. Right. And, uh, you know, and you need that if you're leading your team, volunteers or staff, I mean, you, you want to have people like that because the, people need to tell you, you need to get different input. Even if you think this is the greatest thing in the world that we're doing and Oh no, there's a commercial on TV and it's for Zillow, I think, which is the real estate deal. You, yeah. if, if, and, and one of them is called me and this gal walks in this boardroom and it's a bunch of her bunch of clones of her and she's getting opinions from they're all her but they're you know different hairstyles and and everything else and and uh, and she goes negative me what do you think about this oh, i'm against it i shouldn't have asked you i should have i should have asked somebody else before yeah. but you need people that will give you a little bit of pushback on things uh, to let, to make you think Yes. All right. Number nine and 10. Let's see. Number nine, recognize your volunteers and or staff. Yeah. Uh, this is so, management 101. What great leaders praise in public and criticize in private. I think it's important. You know, I think uh, I, I'm wired in such a way. I, I think you are too. And I, I think uh, we used to work with Jeff. You still work with Jeff at, at a live church. You know, we're, we're kind of a get it done people. We don't always necessarily thrive our, ourselves. We're not real big on praise. Uh, I mean, I tease you about it every once in a while when you tell me I do a good job, you know, but uh, you've, you've said that like three times in the last 15 years, but, uh, <laughs> but, but all joking aside here, you know, I really, we do what we do because we, we like what we do. We don't, we don't do it, but, but people, getting some positive response, getting some praise, you know, it, it does, it does encourage people. And so yeah. it's, it's always good to do that if you can during a meeting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. And then last, which is just kind of related here, ask for yeah. feedback. And this is yeah. Um, yeah. This feedback the regarding the meeting, right? Yeah. About the meeting more, more, more specifically to me, I had to stretch a little bit on this, but I found a quote from a, from a gal that says, uh, 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 she said the feet, well, somebody gave her feedback from the meeting and uh, she, she just went on to say how it, it really took a lot of guts to do that. But she goes, I realized, wow, this is actually good feedback. She had really deep appreciation for it and it helped her to improve the meetings. And we're talking about the actual meetings. We're not talking necessarily about, you know, a, a topic or something, but uh, you know, get people, get occasionally give people, give people an opportunity for feedback probably after the meeting, you know, uh, if you're sending out agendas, you're sending out action steps, I should say, after the meeting and details, you know, you might want to say in there, Hey, uh, how was, how did you guys feel the meeting went? Do you feel like the meeting was productive? Uh, you know, you'll get some feedback from people and it, it could be good. You could make your meetings even better. Right. Yeah. All right. So we have our yeah. list. There's yeah. One thing that I want to dive into, but maybe we can talk about it another time, is the nature of meetings has actually changed over the past year. So I know for us, for I don't know, 15 years or so, we've been meeting virtually yes. um, online. And so most, um, I think a lot of other, you know, a lot of churches and other organizations are having more and more virtual meetings. 
which introduces a whole nother set of issues and best practices. Maybe we yeah. can dedicate another yeah. thing to that. But yeah, because the, be the things get very different, it introduces new problems when you got the virtual thing. And it's not just the person turns them into a cat face and they can't turn their things <laughs> off or, <laughs> yeah. or that is funny. yeah uh yeah we could certainly talk about that but uh uh you know uh yeah i, I now i got off track what i was going to say but uh, oh, uh i distracted you yeah he distracted me so uh but yeah so you know meetings are important but try to follow this and there's probably some other tips oh uh, so if you want to see the notes for this we actually have them online if you go to blog dot streaming church dot tv did i get it right you did not, not blog that hard period. blog period streaming church period tv, TV. <laughs> same thing right period dot but yeah so we're there we've got we've got the notes of this thing it's our blog and uh uh, we try, we try to get notes up from what we talk about. So, you know, you can go back and look at some of the other things and maybe listen to some of the podcasts we're available on wherever you want to uh, get your podcast from. It's the church solutions podcast, and it's brought to you by mychurchdaily.com. Check out mychurchdaily.com. Go there, look at it. It's your opportunity for your church, for your ministry, for your organization to be on Alexa and to be able to have a flash briefing every day if you want. And you can use mychurchdaily.com to do that. We've made it simple. We've made it easy. We'll even help you do it. Yes, exactly. New product. I was going to, yes. Let's do, let's see if I have a, if I can pull my Alexa. Play my flash briefing. I've already listened to it today. I don't know where she's going to pick up. Jay, here's more from your flash briefing. Oh. In weather. Oh. Alexa, stop. <laughs> it's she's already passed my... Yeah, yeah. Already well, I have I have the, the church's one, the weather, some news. Sports. So, yeah, depending on where I turn it off, it will pick up where I left off. So I turned it off after the church. Uh, okay, the yeah, yeah. But anyhow, mychurchdaily.com. It's a new product. As, as, if you've been listening to this podcast at all, uh, this is like we've done over 300 of these. Uh, uh, you know, we have streamingchurch.tv, churchapplive.com, myflock.com. Now we have mychurchdaily.com. So check it out. All right, we're done here, right? Yes. Okay. He is Steve Lacey. I am Phil Thompson. Thank you so much for uh, spending a little bit of time with us today on the Church Solutions Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Please take care of yourself and have yourself a great day.